Welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. I had the honor of being the guest on a dear friend and client's podcast a few weeks back, and the episode was just released yesterday. Tune in to Canyon Home with Theodore Leaf to hear our conversation in the theme of I don't have it all together, <laughs> which is a conversation I'm sure we all need a little support in these days. Towards the end of our talk, I had a flash to share about what it means to have what feels like too many things to do in too little time. How do I manage juggling so many tasks I want and need to pay attention to? Work, kids, school, anti-racism research, activism, self-care, family time, pets, the list goes on and on. And I feel pulled to share a little more about that in depth. I'll be completely honest. The last couple of weeks have felt quite grueling. With all going on in the world, for all future listeners, it is the middle of 2020, and in addition to a global pandemic of COVID-19, we are also in the midst of a major awakening in the equity of Black lives that is far overdue. I have had experiences of feeling perplexed, overwhelmed, and a general sense of pressure that comes and goes or stays in the background of my mind while I move through my day. You know that feeling when an AC unit or a loud fan goes off and you realize that you had gotten used to the noise and how wonderful and relaxing it feels for the noise to be gone? I've been feeling like that but before the fan turns off. (laughs) So in reflecting on my conversation with Teddy, I remembered that I had shared that we are never up against our circumstances. Our busyness, our cramped schedule, our to-do list, our missions to change the world are never the thing that gets us into that pressure feeling. Our outsides are never the determining factor of our inside feelings, no matter how convincing it looks. We are always, always up against our own mind. Our experience of life is 100% coming from inside of us, 100% of the time. Now, in remembering my own teachings this morning, I took a moment to pause I stood outside my front door, breathed in the fresh morning air, checked on my plants and relaxed into myself. All of a sudden, the loud fan of my mind seemed to quiet a bit. I felt more relaxed. Gratitude washed over me and I was able to see something very clearly. The most incredible sweet spot to live in is the intersection of your human self and your divine self, or rather, your brain and your wisdom. And this may feel like too big of an idea, but stay with me. Going to the spiritual to fix the practical is the name of the game, and it's simpler than you may think. You actually live in this sweet spot more often than you realize. When you drive a car, you know where you're going, so you begin to head in that direction and your deeper self, your inner wisdom, takes the lead. 
You move around cars, you stop for traffic lights, you use your gas or brake pedals, all from this deeper intelligence. It's a very natural feeling. Yes? Now, if you run into construction or traffic, or you're heading somewhere you've never been, you may jump back into your human self, your brain, to figure out what the next best move is. But once you've gotten things figured out, you settle back in again. How often have you gotten to your destination and thought to yourself, how did I even get here? You see, it had nothing to do with your brain. You were making moves from a deeper place within you. We do this when we simply walk from one side of a room to another as well. There's an intelligence within you that moves you forward. You don't necessarily think to yourself, okay, one foot in front of the other, avoid the shoes, walk around the corner of that desk, etc., etc. Right? You think to yourself that you want to go from the living room to the kitchen, then you allow for your deeper self to get you there. Maybe you haven't thought of it this way, but isn't it fascinating to reflect upon? Also, have you ever noticed that when you feel really good, like you've received good news or you're in love, or you're really feeling grateful for life, how it doesn't matter if you have a million things in your day, you just glide through a little easier. You may run into problems, but solutions occur to you quicker. People seem nicer. Coworkers are team players. For myself, I've even noticed that traffic even seems lighter. Lights seem to turn green as I approach them. There's just an ease that exists. But on the days where I have a lot on my mind, I tend to find myself putting more pressure on myself, and I have more judgment if I didn't get something done as planned or wished something went differently, yada, yada, yada. But as you may be seeing upon reflection, it isn't the amount of things in the day that you're up against. It isn't the amount of hours you have to do it all in that you're up against. It's totally and completely your freedom of mind or lack thereof, that you're up against at any given moment. So am I saying that you need to be in a good feeling all of the time to accomplish a sense of ease throughout your day when it seems packed to the brim? Absolutely not. But as you may see when putting these examples together and looking back on your level of productivity on a good feeling day, versus the level of productivity on a bad feeling day, the only thing getting in the way of the level of productivity is again your freedom of mind. Like when you walk from one room to the other, you're trusting a deeper place within you to get there. You have freedom of mind around it. And for me, like this morning when I realized I've been living with a loud fan on in my head, and I woke up to the pressury feeling that I was living with, I took it as a little alarm from my body to let me know that I'm taking my thinking seriously. As I often say, I'm chewing on every thought that's circulating in my brain. And more often than not, it isn't the thinking I'm having about something that's bothering me. It's the story I have about the thinking I have that's brought the pressure. Such a small nuance, 
but so important to notice. It's also incredibly important for me to point something out here. Because of the color of my skin, I do not have a consistent fan on inside of my mind that is in constant consideration about my human rights. It is not because I experience life differently in the way my body works. Fortunately, every human creates experience the same way. However, for the fellow black men, women, and children in our lives, if you are listening and you are black, I understand that the fan in your mind has the potential to be consistently on when it comes to the very basic human need of surviving and thriving. Yes, we all create our experience the same. Again, there is nothing different about us in that way. But when you are faced with things from minute comments throughout your days that make you feel judged because of the color of your skin, to fearing systems that are in place in our society because you have only experienced hate, unfair treatment, and uncertain death, I can only imagine how it would be difficult to relax and settle into the peaceful space within you that is your divine self. Please know that with all of me, I am having conversations every day with folks, and I hope all of you out there will join me in creating change within our society so that you feel more at ease to let that fan in your mind turn off so you can experience peace of mind more consistently. I hope that pointing in this direction for all of you listening now wakes you up to what everyone is up against inside of their minds, no matter who they are. So what is the takeaway from today? I sure wish we were at a round table so I could hear from you. (laughs) And guess what? I'm actually working on a way for you to call me with questions and reflections that I'll share in future episodes. That's coming soon. The takeaway for me today is that it's important to remember, no matter who you are, that there's a deeper place within you that you rely on all day, every day, without thinking about it. And you can begin allowing that engine, your true self, to move you forward more often than not. You can trust that it's guiding you to what needs to be done to move forward. You can have faith that it will give you spontaneous ideas and the energy to carry them through to action. Because guess what? Your true self is doing the heavy lifting anyway. It's getting you from place to place. It's giving you ideas out of the blue. It's keeping you safe by letting you know in real time what you need and don't need. But it's up to you, it's up to us, to listen to it. We're typically missing it because we're distracted by our spinning narratives, and just seeing that allows for space for you to use your free will to pay attention to another channel from that deeper place. I don't know about you, but it's awfully encouraging and hopeful to remember. Onward, dear ones. 
May you continue to create peace within yourself so you can be present and hold that space for others. Sending love in all directions, and I'll see you next week.